The Tale of Miss Tiggywinkle, read by Samantha Lynn McCulloch. Once upon a time, there was a little girl called Lucy, who lived at a farm called Little Town. She was a good girl, only she was always losing her hair bows. One day, little Lucy came into the farm, crying. Oh, she did cry so. I've lost my hair bows. Have you seen them, Tabby Kitten? The kitten went on washing her white paws. So Lucy asked a speckled hen, "Sunny hen, have you found three hair bows?" But the speckled hen ran into a bear, ran into a barn, clock clucking. And then Lucy asked Rooster Robin, sitting on a twig. Rooster Robin looked sideways at Lucy with his bright black eye, and he flew over a haystack and away. Lucy climbed upon the haystack and looked up in the hills behind the little town, a hill that goes up, up into the clouds, as though it had no top, and a great way up the hillside. She thought. She saw some white things spread upon the grass. Lucy scrambled up the hill as fast as her little feet would carry her. She ran a long, steep pathway up and up until Little Town was right down below her. She could have dropped a pebble down the chimney. Presently, she came to a spring, bubbling out from the hillside. Someone. Had stood a tin can upon a stone to catch the water, but the water was already running over, for the can was no bigger than a small cup, and where the sand upon the path was wet, there were footmarks of a very small person. Lucy ran on and on. The path ended under a big rock. The grass was short and green. And there were scraps of fabric and a heap of tiny clothespins, but no hair bows. But there was something else—a door straight into the hills, and inside it was someone singing, "Lily white, lily clean, oh, with little frillos between." Lily knocked once, twice, and interrupted the song. A little frightened voice called out, "Who's that?" Lucy opened the door, and what do you think was inside the hill? A nice, clean kitchen, with a wooden floor and wooden beams, just like any other farm kitchen, only with ceiling was so low that Lucy's head nearly touched it, and the pots and pans were small, and so was everything there. There was a nice, hot, sweet smell, and the table. With iron in her hand, stood a very small person staring anxiously at Lucy. Her print gown was tucked up, and she was wearing a large apron over her striped dress. Her little black nose went sniffle, sniffle, snuffle, and her eyes went twinkle, twinkle. And underneath her cap, where Lucy had yellow curls, that little person had prickles. Who are you? said Lucy. Have you seen my hair bows? The little person curtsied. Oh yes, if you please. My name is Miss Tiggywinkle. Oh yes, if you please. I'm an ex excellent clothes cleaner, 
and she took something out of a clothes basket and spread it on the ironing board. What's that thing? said Lucy. That's not my hair bow. Oh no, if you please. That's a little scarlet waist coat belonging to Rooster Robin. And she ironed it and folded it and put it on one side. Then she took something else off the clothesline. That isn't my hair bow, said Lucy. Oh no, if you please, that's a tablecloth belonging to Jenny Wren. Look how it's stained with strawberry jam. It's very hard to wash, said Mrs. Tinky Wickle. Miss Tiggy Winkle's nose was sniffle, sniffle, snuffle, and her eyes went twinkle, twinkle, and she fetched another hot iron from the fire. There's one of my hair bows, cried Lucy. Mrs. Tiggy Winkle ironed and tied it into a beautiful hair bow. Oh, that is lovely, said Lucy. And what are those long yellow things with fingers like gloves? Oh, that's a pair of stockings belonging to Sally Hen. Look how she's worn the heels out with Scratchy in the yard. She'll very soon go barefoot, said Mrs. Tinky Winkle. Why, there's another hair bow, but it isn't mine. It's red. Oh, no, if you please. That's one belongs to Mrs. Rabbit, and it did so smell dirty of socks. I've had to wash it separately. I can't get out the smell. There's another one of mine, said Lucy. What are those funny little white things? That's a pair of mittens belonging to Tabby Kitten. I only have to iron them. She washes them herself. There's my last hair bow, said Lucy. And what are you dipping in the basin of starch? They're little pants belonging to Tom Mouse, said Mrs. Tiggy Winkle. Now I've finished my ironing. I'm going to air some clothes. What are these dear soft fluffy things, said Lucy. Oh, those are woolly coats belonging to little lambs. And she hung up all sorts and sizes of clothes. Small brown coats of mice, one velvety black moleskin waistcoat, and a red tail cloaked with no tail belonging to Squirrel Nutkin. And a very much shrunk blue jacket belonging to Peter Rabbit. And a dress not marked that had gone lost in the washing. And at last the basket was empty. Then Mrs. Tiggy Winkle made, made tea. A cup for herself and a cup for Lucy. They sat before the fire on a bench and looked sideways at one another. Miss Tiggy Winkle's hand holding the teacup was very, very brown and very, very wrinkly with the soap suds. And all through her gown and her cap, there were hairpins sticking wrong and out so that Lucy didn't like to sit too near her. When they had finished tea, they tied up the clothes in bundles and Lucy's hair bows were fastened with a silver safety pin to her pocket. Then, away down the hill, trotted Lucy and Miss, Mrs. Twiggywinkle with the bundles of clothes. All the way down the path, little animals came to Fern to meet them. The very first were Peter Rabbit and Benjamin Bunny, and she gave the nice clean clothes and all the little animals and birds were so very grateful.
to dear Mrs. Tiggywinkle. So that was the bottom of the hill. When they came to the haystack, there was nothing left to carry except Lucy's one little bundle. Lucy scrambled the haystack with the bundle in her hand, and then she turned to say good night and thank you to the washerwoman. But what a very odd thing! Mrs. Tiggywinkle had not waited either for thanks or washing bill. She was running, running, running up the hill, and where was her right frilled cap and her shawl? And her gown and her jacket, and how small she had grown, and how brown and covered with prickles. Why, Miss Tiggywinkle was nothing but a hedgehog.